Good morning and welcome to another philosophy pod. Today we are looking at Scientology and the question is, is Scientology dangerous? Is it dangerous? So who would like to kick us off? Sammy, how about you? Yeah, I think uh, the best place to kick off is probably Scientology's main belief or their part of their belief. So um, formed by L. Ron Hubbard, who was a science fiction writer, but now a prophet as well, supposedly. Um, yeah, so the aim of Scientology really is to escape from one's reactive mind, which, uh, as part of their philosophy of mind, is, well, I'll get on to how it was formed. So they say that 75 million years ago, a galactic federation of planets was ruled by an evil lord uh, called Xenu, who thought his galaxy was overpopulated, so... Uh, froze a bunch of aliens and sent them to Earth, where they were dumped in the volcanoes of Hawaii, uh, and their souls then floated up to the sky, uh, but then were caught by soul catchers built by the evil lord, <coughs> Sorry, taken to a brainwashing facility, uh, tricked to believe a false reality, and then implanted into the souls of mankind, or humankind, uh, and these souls are the causes of all our fears and problems. And so the job of Scientology is to help you escape uh, from these souls. And, uh, well, with those beliefs, rather than an uh, initial look, rather than thinking it's dangerous, you may just think Scientology is hilarious. But um, <laughs> I mean, I am thinking of films that I've watched yeah. or TV programmes that have very similar themes. Or that are more, seemingly more logical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, no, for me, the, the reason of outlining that crazy belief in Scientology uh, is more to say that I think we see it as ridiculous and potentially dangerous because we're not so exposed to it as we may be to other beliefs and other stories. So are you suggesting that if more people understood it and it was more of an open, common thought, uh, like a series of thoughts or you know, philosophy or whatever you want to call it, we'd be more accepted. In a sense I'm saying the opposite. I think you can never really accept that. It's so insane. But my main point is, obviously from me, uh, whilst we might laugh at that and think it's ridiculous, there are other stories from other religions which could, I'm not saying they're as ridiculous, but because we have them ingrained in our society and we understand them but like and i know not everyone takes them literally but the seven day creation story or six day creation story is also insane and jesus being sent down yeah there are elements of all parts yeah that's just i mean that deviating away from the question whether or not scientology is dangerous but uh starting Oh, I think it's important when you're questioning whether or not it is dangerous to understand its context with other religious beliefs and stories. And, I mean, whether or not you even call Scientology a religion, which I wouldn't. In the grand scheme of things, in terms of time-wise, it is a very new religion, in, in inverted commas, um, compared to the 2,000-year-old or 1,500-year-old or however many other religions that are much older than that. So... I mean, maybe there is an element that we're just not used to it and it's not as ingrained into us and that maybe in a thousand years' time, a thousand years time it will be one of the big six 
religions. Controversial that may be. Yeah, I think that I think that's I think that's actually quite unlikely. Yeah. Um, I think that the interesting thing about Scientology is the there have been people who've been trying to leave the cult. I'm going to call it a cult yeah. from now on. Um, they've there've been people trying to leave, and they they get persecuted for trying to do so. They get disowned. And they lose a lot of money. And I think, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that other religions haven't done that before, or mm. similar things before, but what I'm saying is, what seems to be the difference between Scientology and other religions is that other religions, yes, whilst they might have had some historical um, foul play, putting it mildly, um, in today's society, in today's society, other religions are free to come and go, i.e. You can, you can come and go relatively easily in countries like the US or the UK in particular. You can, you can, you're free to worship or you're free not to worship. It seems that in Scientology they create a community where once you're in, it is very hard to leave. I feel like we've got a very narrow view of religions today here hmm. i don't think that it is true that all religions all around the world have that same element that you can come and you yeah. can go and you you don't have to pay money because there are religions where money is a big element to the religion and you know you have to give money to charity or whatever and it's, it's slightly different but there's an element of money, there's an element of restricting diet and practices and clothing and, you know, there are certain jobs that are encouraged and certain jobs that aren't encouraged. There are people who give up their lives to go and work in like a monastery or like live in a monastery and do those little tasks, uh, menial tasks, uh, lower tasks. Oh, I can't think of the word, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, and there are religions, even in Christianity or like denominations of Christianity or areas where even something as common as Christianity and as accepted, it is hard to leave the religion. I, I, yes, I, I completely take your point. I still feel that whilst the, the differences might be slight, they are extremely significant in the, in the subtlety. So I just think that from what I have seen, I've, I've watched two panama, panorama documentaries on Scientology. Um, from what I have seen, there are, there are people who try and leave the Church of Scientology and what happens is they are ostracised um, by the people who accepted them to the extent that there, there was a woman who was married to her husband. Her husband was in the Church of Scientology and she wanted to leave. She left and the Church of Scientology wouldn't let the husband ever see the wife again. Now, I know that around the world some religions manifest themselves in ways that are similarly uh, you know uh, d dangerous for a better word um, where if you try and leave um, certain Muslim communities that would be quite dangerous to do but I, th I think just the way that Scientology do it is is more pernicious it's not just when they leave as well. It's because I was reading an article 
and I, it came up a lot of times about people who, when they join, it's like, right, you're in, stop seeing your family. Like, don't, you can't have any contact because they're non-believers. And they gave them, like, an acronym. Um, I'll see if I can find it, actually. It was something, um, uh, yeah, suppressive persons, SPs, and that they must disconnect to avoid becoming a potential trouble source or a PTS. So it's very sort of isolating from the beginning, not, not just on trying to leave. I mean, I am playing devil's advocate a lot here, but I'm thinking Westboro Baptist Church. Have you seen the Louis III documentaries oh, yeah. on that? Mm -hmm. In the second one where they go back, some of the children have left the church. They've been totally exiled. They're not spoken to by their parents, by their family. And I, and I would say that, that that is as dangerous and should not be condoned. Would you say that's a cult? I think you can make a very strong case that that is a that is a cult feature. I think. But then, what is the cult? Is it just that? I think group I think the, of the, that church. Yeah, the very specific denomination has is a is a for, for this version of the church. I would say a bastardized form of Christianity. I would not call that Christianity. Mm. Yeah. I, if you if you're not if you're not living according to key Christian principles of love and forgiveness, then I don't think you can call yourself a Christian church. And so I would say the Westboro Baptist Church. But does that mean things like, or times when Christianity as a whole did not live according to love and forgiveness, it wasn't a religion for that time? Like the Crusades, uh, was that love and forgiveness? But I think that's like, you have to be careful with that because I think you have to have sensitivities to like cultural relativism there and the time that you're in. You can't necessarily say that because in whenever the Crusades were, I can't remember. Uh, 11th, 11th, 11th century. Yeah, you can't say that because they... Well, obviously, what many elements of what they did in the Crusades was wrong, but it was the done thing back then. Like, society was much more violent. Uh, people's disposition to go to war was more... Well, people didn't really have any ethical objections towards it. Uh, and to say that because they did that, it makes that, like, section of Christianity, like, a cult... I don't think works because it's in the context of like society so they may see that as the loving and forgiving thing mm. in a sense I think yeah I think there's a difference <coughs> between religion behaving badly and the general setup is more like a cult and yeah. I think yeah. the Crusades was a great example of religion behaving badly terribly should not have done it however did it have all the same elements of, of Scientology now I don't think so um, not that I was around then, but um, it's, a, it's a very interesting but question then. What, what do you think makes Scientology, or what, not Scientology necessarily, but what would you say is the distinction between a cult and a religion? Because that's something that I was wondering with. I mean, I came to the idea that a religion, the, the person that came up with it died a long time ago, and a cult, they just died or are still living. I mean, I understand that you're probably going to say that that's wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's the major distinction for you between a cult and a religion? I mean, it's, it's a fascinating and I think impossible question to answer. However, I think you can, you can create a set of guidelines, principles to, to differentiate the two. I wouldn't necessarily talk about when the founder was alive, although the interesting thing about that is you could say that there is a more of a tradition of, you know, of a setup like that. Um, I mean, if you, 
like uh, philosophically, Ninian Smart puts forward mm. a number of um, attributes that a so you know proposed religion must have, and there are things like um, I mean it's all going from my head now a material dimension, an emotional dimension. Um, and doctrine, yeah, or a philosophical dimension. And so you have to have stories, you have to have ethical laws, you have to have something where people come together, you have to have, like, images and art and clothing. Um, and that's quite an interesting way of looking at it. It's quite a broad way of looking at it because I probably think Scientology would fit in mm. with that religion. Um and it, even Scientology has this the other, kind of the other supernatural element as well, which people can connect with in a way. Um, so I think it has doctrine, it has function in society. So even if you understood it sort of functionally or according to content, it has it feel, fulfills the rules. I think it's intuitive. We don't. It's counterintuitive to want to accept Scientology as a religion. Because we don't like their practices. Mm. What do you think, Tom? Oh, it's it's, it's a tough question. But but also, it, it's I feel quite often we sort of think cults bad, religion good. Mm. Um, but there are a lot of there are a lot of I I I think you'd be quite hard pressed to find a major religion that is bad in itself. But there's a, there's a lot of cases where people twist messages or interpret things that we would see as a as something bad but I think the problem with Scientology isn't necessarily that it's a cult and it's that it's um, that it's beliefs are kind of wacky it's it's more that it's sort of it's like the the manipulation and the brainwashing and whatever context that's in whether it's a cult or religion or sort of from the government or whatever that can't be something that's Positive. What what brainwashing but, techniques are we talking about? Well, <laughs> would you like me to? Yeah, please. I would like you to. Yeah. yeah so uh, with Scientology, when you first enter, you start with a, I believe it's called an audit, mm. where they check your thetan levels. Mm. Yeah, with the e meters. Oh, they cost three thousand pounds apparently. I read only three thousand pounds. Yeah, it's a bargain. Black Friday sale. Only allowed by priests. Or if you pay £3,000. And then I think they give you, uh, well, they tell you what you need to improve. Mm. And most of the time that has to do with you coming back and doing another, another audit uh, sooner rather than later. But uh, yeah, it tells you stuff that you need to change in your life to escape your like, reactive mind. Uh, but a lot of those are the things that you need to change to make you more in line with Scientology and believing more in Scientology. That's where the brainwashing comes from. But if you took away the uh, £3,000 audit and those sorts of things and the money and the slight ridiculousness of the way in which they do it, aren't the principles the same as other religions? Like when you first enter the religion, there is a period of reflection on what type of person mm. you are, what kind of principles do you follow? And then you, if you enter a religion, you have to read the text and understand the doctrine and the beliefs and then you have to change your behaviour in line with those principles to achieve another goal which is that not what Scientology is doing at its core yeah I mean I think that leads to quite an interesting question uh, whether or not well if you think 
let's say 2,000 years ago, instead of uh, Jesus, you had L. Ron Hubbard uh, walking about Jerusalem, and fast forward Jesus to 1960. Would, there, would we be having this conversation the other way around? Or is there something inherently wrong or inherently or something that makes us want to reject Scientology other than Christianity and I don't think there is I think it's I don't think there's anything within maybe the practices of the church of Church of Scientology uh, that's a different question but within the actual belief system I don't think there's anything that differentiates its legitimacy from the beliefs of Christianity yet. Because I don't, they both, they're both not grounded in empirical evidence. In fact, there is faith required in both of them. And so I think it would be interesting to see if we would reject Christianity in the same way that we all seem to want to reject Scientology as dangerous now. So I, I did the personality test, all 200 questions. Oh my God, um, how long did that take you? 20 minutes, half an hour. I didn't. I didn't put my real name. I didn't want to think about it too much. It was more sort of to see if I'm like a, if I'm the best person I can be. What did it say? What did um, it say? I I have very poor composure. I have the worst possible certainty. I have minus ninety nine on happiness. Um, out of out of hundred. Out of hundred. Um, I did think that about you, Tom. You're very. <laughs> I know. Stability. I'm acceptable. That's the only one I'm acceptable. I have no desirable or good. Um, acti- Better join Scientology, Tom. Yeah, I am clearly. <laughs> Actu- activity and appreciation, I'm in a desirable state. That's fine. Um, but communication level, responsibility, correct ex- uh, estimation and aggressiveness is unacceptable state. So I've already been scheduled an appointment on the 28th of November at 9am and it's up to me to choose a different time or say no. Um, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. You go. I think, I think. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. You can, you can have the time off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, that's, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, knowing you, I mean, it's just... It's, it's just true, it's, isn't it? It's, it's got you in a spot on. Yeah, and then you've got these quotes. I was not expecting this to be so accurate from JR, which I hope is not Mr. Rennes. <laughs> <laughs> My evaluation was completely spot on. My results made so much sense. Um, Wait, those are comments that people have made about you? No, no, about their own. About their own. Oh. That's on the website next to yours. I feel like these people maybe don't need to go and join Scientology, maybe need to go and speak to someone else. Yeah. About, yeah. You know. A clinical psychiatrist. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, well, I mean, to be honest, we, we've probably only just scratched the surface of that. Um, However, um, we'll decide later whether we do part two of Scientology or whether we move straight on to environmental ethics. But thank you very much for joining us on another Philosophy Pod. It's been enlightening indeed. Uh, See you next time.